experience more and more of the universe as within you. Everything you can think of, say, tat twam asi, I am that too.
geografia contra la seva.
of vibration. Consciousness, pure love, and when you rest in that place, then everyone you meet, you meet in that place, and the vibration that you emit when you are resting in that place.
good, baby. Just go ahead and scratch it.
FM. This is the Flat Black Plastic Show coming to you directly live from the southeast corner of 21st and Florida, the heart of the Sunny Mission District in San Francisco, California. Keep listening. Baby, you left me. I did you nothing wrong. You know I love you, darling. And I'm sorry that you're gone. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you like the devil I'm gonna miss you like the devil But these, these pains I'll overcome You had me wrapped around your finger I did anything you say I tried so hard to please you But you left me anyway I'm gonna miss you I'm gonna miss you like the devil I'm gonna miss you like the devil But these, these pains I'll So long, I'm gonna miss you. 
No sex, no drugs, no wine, no women, no fun, no sin, no you, no 
Something keeps troubling me
This is MutinyRadio.fm. You're tuned into the Flat Black Plastic Show where all the sounds you hear in your ear come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. Oh, I, I got to check my messages. Hello. Hey, Hickey. Um, you guys don't sound very punk rock on your fucking answering machine, but you know what? You guys are going to fucking die. You know, I got your fucking phone number and you don't need to know who I am, but I'm somebody who's going to fucking come up and you're going to pay your fucking dues. And I'm not fucking around with you. You guys just fucked with the wrong band. My homies, the Voodoo Glow Skulls, and you took their horn, and I understand you give it back. And you guys are fucking, if you were so punk rock, you wouldn't have given it back. And you guys are a bunch of pieces of shit, and you're going to fucking die. I have a lot of connections, and you just better watch your fucking back, because this time you fucked around with the wrong band. You know, an epitaph band? You know, the guys that have all the fucking ham, and they get the deli tray and everything, and the tour bus? That band? You guys remember that band, right? Well, I'm sure you've gotten several calls, you know, threatening your life, but this one's not joking around, and you better watch your fucking back, because everywhere you guys go, there's going to be somebody fucking watching you and you're gonna pay your fucking dues and if you think i'm kidding then you're wrong because it's coming to you and you better watch out you fucking stinky motherfuckers and if you have any money right now you better invest it in the fucking bar of soap and wash your ass because you know your ass is gonna have to be clean when i fucking stick my dick up your ass you fucking cocksucker faggot motherfuckers bye Peace. 
We know where you're at. I know your number. I know your address. I know your friends. I know how to find you. Hello, Hickey. What's up? I know you guys are listening to this message. Sooner or later, you're gonna get it. If not, one of your fucking punk ass fucking friends are gonna get it and they're gonna fucking hang up on me again. You guys are a bunch of fucking poser motherfuckers. Yep, and I'm calling you from Amsterdam on Epitaph Money, on Epitaph Time. How do you like that? You're on Epitaph Time once again. Even when you don't like it, you're on Epitaph Time. And, uh, you know, you guys are gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Rancid rules, man. Epitaph, dude. Sellouts. Fucking ham. Fucking trays and everything. Baloney. You know what I'm saying? You guys are gonna fucking die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Hickey, you guys better fucking watch out. You better watch out. That's all I gotta say. You better watch your fucking ass. Because I may be closer than you think. I may be way closer than you think. And we may be watching you right now, and we may not be. But you know what? I'm on Epitaph, and I got lots of money, and I can go ahead and spend some of my money to waste my time to go up there and kick your fucking ass. Just like our trumpet player went up there and wasted his time to get his horn back. You know what I'm saying? You guys are gonna die. That's it. You better not even, you better change your name and change your number and change your identity because you can't run and you can't hide. Sooner or later, you're gonna get what's coming to you and no matter what, it's gonna come. So you better learn how to shoot a gun because you're gonna get yours. That's all I gotta say is you're gonna get yours. That's it. Bye. I'm not gonna waste my time on you no more, you fucking assholes. You're gonna fucking die. All of you. All of you. Every single one of you. Even your stupid bitch merchandise girl and your stupid nasty ass dreaded head fucking roadie. All of you. You're gonna pay the price and we don't remember your... We're gonna remember your fucking face and we're gonna remember what you guys said and all that stupid shit. Fuck you guys. Fuck you and everything you stand for. I don't give a fuck. You guys try to act like you're so punk rock but deep down inside you want to be where we're at and you can't stand it that you're not. Okay? Fuck you. Fucking assholes. Fuck off. Fucking ass. 
and your friend will fucking break your fucking base over your head, you fucking asshole. Bye. So what was that all about? Listen, motherfucker. First time we met you. Who's that? I wonder who that is. <sighs> who might you think it is? And then at the end of it, they say bye. Bye. Hello, this is BAI, and you're on the air. Hello, Baba? Yes. I wish you could help us try to work through uh, what is, I'm sure, troubling many people, not just us. My husband and I both practice healthy yoga because we know it's good for our bodies. We feel it. And karma yoga we learned from our parents when we were little kids. You know, right action and good deeds. Mm. But you talk about no desire, no attachment. And what do you do when you have little kids and you're in the world and you know their teeth hurt, so you have to get them to a good dentist, and your little boy says, Mom, I'd love a bicycle. And your little girl maybe wants to play some kind of music, and so she wants some kind of an instrument and lessons which cost money. Mm. And then you try to get half the yoga lessons, or you try to go to a lecture by a yogi, mm. and you have to pay 250 or $3 because they don't let you in free. Mm. So how do you fight the desire, which comes with having to earn money mm. and be in the world, and the attachment to these kids, who you know as a psychologist, need this attachment, without which they couldn't survive, and which is, in many sense, a very healthy kind of thing. I'm not talking about neurotic attachment, I'm talking about the, the loving attachment. Mm. How do you work that through? I mean, if, if you're alone, if you can live in a little uh, hut in the woods as you do, or as you've spoken about, then I can see that. I can see eating alone. But you know, the only time you get to see your children when you work is at the table. And you have to talk. It's the most important time. If you don't talk and you want some quiet because you're tired from working, the kids cry and say, you don't talk to us. Mm -hmm. So what do you do then about working through living in the world, mm -hmm. living with children whom you love and who love you and need you, mm -hmm. who are very young creatures and dependent on you, and still pursue this path? You're a beautiful being, and I hear you perfectly. <laughs> uh, no, I love you. I mean, you know, uh, another thing I would like you to help me with, too, and that is some kind of belief in God, because I lost that, uh, having been brought up, as you must have been, in a Jewish household. I lost that at 13 when I saw all the injustice and the cruelty, and, the, and you say love both sides, you know. But somehow I find also that very difficult. And I, I that my friend, she, I'm a psychologist, too, and my friends, who are mostly psychologists and social workers, share the same dilemma. We can't believe in this God you talk about and read about. I, uh, want to play? Let's play fireman. Okay? You can be the fire chief. First, take two chairs lay them down on the floor so that the four feet are touching each other and you can sit in the middle and you pretend it's a big shiny red hook and ladder fire truck isn't it beautiful now's your chance to be a fire chief a good fire chief must go around to the schools and tell the children how to be safe from fires being fire chief, you know all about fires, right? You tell everybody, the first thing to do in case of a fire is to get out. Get out of the house, the school, 
or the building where the fire is as quickly as possible. Walk, don't run, but don't stop to do anything. Just get out, fast. You tell all the children, never, never, if they happen to start a fire by accident, are they to run and hide in a closet or under the bed because they are frightened.
Hiya. This time, let's play engineer. Put about four chairs in a row, one in back of the other, so that you have a train. You sit up front and be the engineer. The other chairs can be the passenger and freight cars. This old train is a dandy diesel, painted black and silver. And we can name her the Cannonball Special. Where shall we go? Well, let's pretend. Let's pretend you're supposed to take the train on its regular run, and as you check over the Cannonball Special, the passengers have been getting on. Just as you're getting ready to climb up into the cab, some children stop you and ask, Mr. Engineer, how much does that train weigh? As an engineer, you know that a big diesel engine can weigh as much as half a million pounds, which makes it heavier than most houses. Because of all this weight, you tell the children, once a train is moving, it's very hard to stop. While you've been talking to the children, the dispatcher, that's the man who's in charge of starting trains on time, signals you to wait. Here comes a special messenger. Let's read it. The message says, 200 miles away, the river has flooded the city, and the people in the city need food, drugs, and blankets right away because there is a terrible storm raging in the mountains. Can you get the train through with the supplies, Mr. Engineer? It's up to you. Sure, you say. I'll make it. You start the train motors. And the cannonball special comes to life. Now you ring the bell to tell everyone that the train is going to move. in the throttle and begin to pick up speed. The old cannonball starts to hum. Slowly now. Can you feel the train moving? Here we go. Faster and faster. We have a long way to go. Over mountains, through tunnels, over bridges. And it's not going to be easy. Especially if there's a storm in the mountains. But you know what the old cannonball can do. She has plenty of power. As we leave the station and come to our first train crossing, we blow the horn to let everyone know, here we come. advance the throttle more and more, and you go even faster, faster. Here's our first curve. Slow down. Easy does it. Good. Now, straighten her out and start heading for the mountains. As you come to the bottom of the mountain, you advance the throttle once more, 
because the Cannonball Special will need the extra power while she climbs. Look at those dark clouds ahead of you. We're getting closer to the storm. The wind is rising. Feel those gusts? The Cannonball Special is beginning to sway. Listen to that wind. Here comes the storm! Pour on more power. Listen. Now we're coming to the bridge over the river. Slow down, slow down! The storm is making the river get higher and higher. She's awfully high. Listen to the water's roar. The bridge hold? Do you dare take the chance? You must. People in the city need your supplies. They need your help. You've got to chance it. Full throttle ahead, you shall blow the horn! Faster and faster. You're hitting the bridge. You're on it. The bridge is shaking, but you're almost over. Old Cannonball is going to make it through. You are over. You've made it. Hooray! There is the city up ahead, and there are the people waiting for you. Listen to them cheer for the Cannonball Special's daring engineer. This is MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to the Flat Black Plastic Show.
Party King Bob. 
Jina 
You've been listening to Flat Black Plastic on MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep coming back. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home.